To answer is human, to question is divine. Welcome to the world of the Hidden Gateway, an exhilarating podcast exploring the concepts humans have been struggling with since the dawn of existence, such as, who are we? Is there such a thing as good and evil, or are they arbitrary constructs? Does the paranormal exist? How can we evolve to a higher state? Can our mind influence what we term as reality? Providing a transcendental approach combined with hard-nosed humanistic analysis, we invite you on a journey to question your worldview in this theater of life. Join our host, Justin Williams, as he explores the outer realms of faith, the supernatural, human potential, and even our concepts of the universal creator with a fascinating array of guests. This is the unseen world, magical, mysterious, and mystical, where your only limitation is your imagination. This is The Hidden Gateway. Hello, Hidden Gateway family. Before we get started with this week's episode, I just need to say that certain aspects of this episode may be controversial. But I do aim to spark a discussion, and the views of today's guests don't necessarily reflect the views of the Hidden Gateway. However, I am happy to have this week's guest, Black Spider Guy, on the show to shed light on various perspectives on changing gender norms and relations. I certainly hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of the Hidden Gateway podcast. As always, I am your host, Justin Williams. Today's guest is Black Spider Guy. Black Spider Guy is a hero of the people trying to save men from the terrors of society. Each day, he does his best to save the world with common sense and logic. He has built a very strong online following on various platforms, such as Instagram and YouTube, and I'm thrilled to have him on the show today. Black Spider Guy, welcome to the Hidden Gateway Podcast. How you doing, man? Doing all right, man. Thank you so much for having me on your show, man. And just working on a lot of stuff. Working on a lot of stuff, man. Well, hey, um, you're doing it right, man. Um, I, I love what you do. I love what you talk about. I'm a, I'm, I'm a fan, man. I, as you know, I follow your page. And I, I, I know, I was about to say I think, but I know you, you have a lot of great information, a lot of great wisdom to share to the world what you do. And I, I've seen as well where you posted uh, testimonials from some of the people mm. that follow your content as well. I know that's always great to see, right? When, yes, when yes. You, you're putting in that time and energy on your craft and you, you get that feedback from people around the world, man. It, hey, it, it tells me you're doing something right. You're, you're doing a good thing. So hats off to you, sir. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, man, I want to get into it right away, man. I, I want to know what motivated you to do what you do. What was it that made you say, hey, I have to I have to do something to to help help the men, help the guys out there? So it, it all, it's been almost it's like almost two, two and a half years now, but it all started before the pandemic. Um, you know, there was this big movement, the, the kill all men movement that was on TikTok for a while. It got shared, I think, over 100 million, 100 million times or something like that. And it was very prevalent with a lot of big time people on there who had millions of followers. And they were saying, well, you know, we're not saying kill all men. Literally, we're just saying kill all men in a figurative sense. And I said, that doesn't make any sense. 
And then I saw I saw a lot of people actually like doubling down on that, and it really bothered me. Mm. Um, you know, I before that I was I was studying um, dating relations between men and women before before I got into this, but um, I feel like it, that was the moment after I think it was like five years of me just studying on my own. That when that moment occurred, I was like, all right, I think it's time for me to do this. I mean, prior I was making content, but it wasn't uh, of this sort. But it really just riled my 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 guts when I saw so many women in agreement, um, thinking that men need to go away and that we are the enemy no matter what. Um, so you know, I dawned on a mask, and and I and I said, you know what, I'm, I want to. If I'm going to do this, I want to do it mask, and I want to do it in the guise of a character that I appreciate and care for. So I started off with just wearing the regular red mask and the webbed black lines. And, you know, I just spoke out. And this was before I was using my editing skills or anything like that. You know, it was a very simple video, but that got gained traction. And I was like, you know what? Maybe, maybe it's time for me to, to, to really get into this. So I started hunkering down and really starting to be more consistent. Um, you know, and two and a half years later, here I am. Nice man. That that's a phenomenal story, brother. That's that's really cool. That that is really cool. And I've said it a few times, man. You're doing you're doing your part to to help the man out there. And with that, I know there comes criticism, and I, I'm sure you get your your fair share. What type of things have you heard? Is it do you get criticism from from men, or is it or is it just the ladies, or or is it a so, mix of both? I get criticism from a lot of men. And just so recently, a lot of women, um, mm. the men in the beginning were like, first of all, people don't take me seriously, which I like, actually, because, really? <laughs> you know, my father always said a dagger that is hidden is more useful than a dagger that is seen. So it, I want you to interpret my message as me being silly. But when I debate them, they get shocked. They're like, whoa, this guy actually knows what he's talking about. <laughs> so, you know, I do get a lot of hate from from people who would say, oh, your message is toxic and so on. But I say, well, come on my show and let's talk about it. And then they don't want to come on. So, mm. you know, there was that. And then the female side of things, I've actually gotten a lot of good female feedback but also obviously i've been getting a lot of negative female feedback but it's from your stereotypical obvious people mm -hmm. who would have an issue with men not paying them an issue with men not paying bills an issue with men kind of focusing on themselves and not them so everything that i've gotten i already assumed or knew it was going to happen um you know i was in a couple of i was in a debate with this author chick she had like what fourteen thousand followers and she wanted to become very emotional with me and was comparing me to Kevin Samuels and saying how he was a woman basher and stuff like that. And I was like, you know, what's funny. A lot of women appreciate Kevin. A lot of people appreciate what he did. They do. And yes. I don't, and he said all the time that he didn't hate women. He said all the time he didn't, he wasn't bashing women. He's just being honest. And the fact that when someone is being honest with you, you call it bashing and toxic. But when a, a, a black man says you ain't ish, um, you'll sleep with them. So, so it's just very sad um, that when when we choose to be honest and straightforward, that it's seen as a negative. But when we lie, it, it's a great thing, and it's very um, polarizing to me because you know the same people also profess that they want to be treated fairly and equally, and, and all these other things. But it doesn't seem to be the case. Interesting. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up Kevin Sanders. I was going to ask you your thoughts on him. Um, you know, R.I.P. Mr. Samuels, uh, but. Uh, Man, he he had a lot to say. He had a a lot of good points uh, that that he talked about. Um, I've heard a lot of people say, mainly women, that it was his delivery 
that they had an issue with, amongst other things. Right. Um, personally, I, I, I like Kevin Samuels. You know, absolutely. I think that Kevin Samuels uh, bought the knowledge that a lot of people need to hear, but a lot of people did not want to accept. Right. And he made aware of the fact that a lot of things were not fair to men. And I know one thing that he always went back to was when it comes to women, a lot of women, they say, oh, I want a six foot guy that makes six figures a year, no kids, all this and all that. But then when you when you look at the women and start asking them questions, they have five kids with four different fathers. Um, they're making 30,000. Exactly. 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 Lack of accountability. Absolutely. So um, I, I think he did a good thing. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. And, 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 and what you're doing and correct me if I'm wrong, you're similar, but but there's some there's some differences there, too, as well. Right. I try to come at it from a more comedic side, a more right. silly side. And a lot of the people have asked me all the time, well, why, why are you goofy with it? And it's like because what we're dealing with is a very goofy topic. You know, it's very funny to me. Um, a lot of the things that I say or talk about to me are very common sense things. And when I break things down to the raw elements, it's all just kind of just a joke. It's all very funny. That's why I use the Joker a lot in my clips and such, uh, because it's just, it's really funny. You can't profess one thing, but then completely do another thing. It's like a joke. So, you know, I go about it in a very silly way because at the end of the day, I feel we all know the right answer. We're just kind of playing this game of semantics and what makes me feel good and what makes me not feel good. Even girls will tell me they don't like my delivery. They feel like I'm mocking. But I'm like, well, listen, is is what I'm saying wrong? If it's mm-hmm. not wrong, then it's not what I'm saying that bothers you. It's the fact that you have failed in some way and don't want to accept that failure. Right. And Lack when I double down right. on that failure and I and I come at it from a comedic way and I make fun of said failure, well, you don't like how that makes you feel. So you say it's bashing. But if I rip apart what that if I rip apart that word and really look at what it is you're actually getting mad about, it's the fact that you're being forced to look inward and look at the issues that you have with yourself that I'm forcing you to see that mm. you normally don't have to pay attention to. So when girls say, Oh, I don't like the delivery. That's all the feelings. That's all noise. At the end of the day, as long as the facts are there, why does the delivery matter? You want me to soften the blow? The blow doesn't need to be softened. You need to learn to take the hit and accept the accountability. And and unfortunately, we live in a society that's kind of made it so that way they can kind of dilute uh, the poison with sugar Mm -hmm. and sip it down and pretend that it's not poison. When in all actuality, when you look at it, it's poison, and it's and it's very unfortunate that they're drinking it every day. Yeah, it is, and I'm glad you said uh, when you when you just mentioned society because we we live in a time now where um, it's a lot of feminine feminine energy out there, right? Right, and a lot of things um, are going on that, in my opinion, are done to um, how can I say it. Uh, emasculate men, right? Take that masculinity away. Like a a, a masculine man such as myself and and you as well, you know, we are now called toxic. It's like we can't can't be uh, what we consider men, strong men who who have a voice and and don't doesn't take any any bs right no bullshit right. we 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 let our voice heard we make decisions but that for whatever reason is toxic now 
And, oh, and I, that is crazy. It's, it's understandable when you look at what's going on in our society as to why you want to make men weaker. It makes perfect sense. Mm. You know, all revolutions start with men getting swords and shields together, shouting out words to, to, to create and rile a group of people to start a revolution. You know, when there's problems, men come together and they solve them, whether it be through physical means or through verbal means. That's what men do. But when you start telling those men that what the very essence of what they are is something that is toxic, and then you get the females to go along and agree with that, it makes men second guess what they actually are and makes them turn into something less than. Mm-hmm. Because I've met a couple of my followers who have said, Spider Guy, I practice being a non-toxic man, and I used to be a feminist man, and I used to hate your content. They'll come to me and say, Spider Guy, what you said resonated with me. Why don't women and want nice guys, even though they say they do. And I say, well, you know, what's funny about that is at the end of the day, you need to ask yourself why a woman wants a man at all. If a woman wants a nice guy, she can have a friend. Mm-hmm. Why is it that girls go after these guys? Will tell me, why do they go after the hood guy? Why do they go after it? You, you got to stop asking why and understand the nature of a woman. And then you'll get to understand why they want those things, why they look for that toxic shit. And it speaks to the animalistic part of what makes us human. And that's been lost in media and me because media has said well we're this fluid thing we're this thing that can be interchangeable but at the same time you still expect these special things out of us it's very hypocritical and doesn't make any sense that's why i laugh at that mm-hmm. and i met a girl one time that said i am strong i said cool what kind of man do you want you want to you want a weak man she's like no okay fantastic you, you want a tall man? Yes. Okay. You want a strong man? Yes. Okay. Do you want him smarter than you? Okay. Yes. Do you want him having more degrees than you? Yeah. Okay. You just labeled a superior. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to deny it. No, no, I don't want that. See, they're being taught to hate the very thing they instinctively desire. But it's right. happening at such a gigantic level. This is why you're seeing the scales tip and everyone's confused as to why this is. It's very right. obvious. It's a very yeah. obvious problem. It's a very obvious solution. But unfortunately, we've made it very difficult to get out of this situation. Yeah, yeah. And and a lot of these women out here too, man, as you know, they are, man, these, these women have a lot of masculine energy nowadays, man. They really okay. do. I remember just going back to Kevin Samuels real quick. I remember seeing this clip and uh, he asked her, well, what do you bring to the table? And she said, well, um, I can provide, I can do 50, 50, I can do this and that. And he said, you just named off a man. What about, um, being feminine? What about, uh, supporting? What about this and that? A man doesn't care about how much money you make or how many degrees you have. You know, a man wants peace, you know, a man wants a peacemaker. He doesn't want, you know, uh, someone that's going to be dramatic and, and chaotic, you know, right. all the time, you know? So man, <laughs> that's, that's crazy, man. But, um, you know, one thing I want to ask you about feminism, right? What What are your thoughts on fi- feminism and why it was started? That's that's one thing I've been I was I really wanted to ask you. Feminism started with good intentions. Mm. It wanted to make women seen as the same in the workplace, get paid the same. 1963 Equal Pay Act. Um, they they wanted to be able to vote. That's fine. They wanted to have autonomy over their body to a certain degree. Okay, cool. The issue is with that is before you had women working, it was only men working. And when you have only half of the population working, the value of work is very high. When you dilute that and add the whole other section of the population into working, that makes the value of work 
less, right? So it made one job necessary to pay for everything. Now you need two. So that's what that's where this this whole disparity started. People, why is it so hard? Take care of a family now because y'all want it to work. When you when you exclude half of the entire population, increases the value of work. But people don't focus on economics. But anyway, then you got a second wave feminism coming in, evolving the third wave feminism where we're saying, okay, women need to be leaders now. Women need to incorporate some of the energy that a man has. It's okay for a woman to to be the leader of men and so on and so forth. You start incorporating these masculine tendencies into women. Um, women seeing that as a powerful thing. And I, I brought this up actually to a girl one time. I said, you know, what's funny when, when you guys say you want to be powerful, you guys dress more like us. Mm-hmm. She got very confused. If I said, you don't like men, right? She's like, no, I hate men. I said, okay. So why did you cut your hair to look like us? Why do you say terms like bro? Why are you wearing pants? Why are you wearing a, a suit and tie? If you dislike us, why are you trying to emulate us? Is it because deep down inside, what you think power is as a man? Is it because deep down inside what what a warrior is, the thing that conquers is a man? So internally, you're mimicking that without even realizing it? Mm. If you really wanted to stand for female power, you would wear dresses, you would be more feminine, you would stand for submission, you'd stand for all that. But you're doing the opposite, Mm. which tells me that deep down inside, you know the most powerful thing on the planet is a man. You just want, and so you're emulating that masculinity to try and get some of our power, and that, and that's fine, but but at least admit that, and they won't admit that, mm-hmm. and and it's it's problematic because a lot of girls, as they emulate malehood, start pushing away the very men that might have been able to grant them what they internally desire, Ooh, but they're that's... so in touch with their masculinity that it's almost like. And up man, out. man, so well said, so well said. Then I think about the other piece of that too, right? When we talk about feminism and when it started and that removed the women or the mothers from the home, right? right? And that obviously affected the kids, right? Oh, because yeah. you don't have, and, and, and wow, what has that done over the last 50, 60 years? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's completely broken down the family home to where now the children are raised by the government and the, the the women are being told by the government that they need to pursue careers and the men are told that they need to pursue careers. So now you've got two people working basically like slaves and then the children are controlled by the government and by the computer system. Mm-hmm. This is very good if you want to make money because now you've got kids being influenced by the Internet, which teaches them to buy things or force their parents to get them stuff. You've got the mother who's with her own individual friend group. She's going out partying, drinking, eating, whatever. The man is with his male group, drinking, partying, what have you. But see, the party has to stop eventually. As you start running out of humans, people don't understand. There's a very big aging population um, within America, and it's growing. Um, And they say by the end of the century, there's going to be more older people than there will be young people. This is what happens when you focus on individualism and not community um, groupings. This is what happens when you eliminate the nuclear family. Right, right. I think so China's having It's going to come to a head because there's going to be no more kids to go to school to work the menial jobs to get, make the McDonald's that you want to buy. Mm-hmm. There's going to be nobody to drive the cars to, to deliver the the Uber Eats that you bought. Mm-hmm. It's going to become all automated. That's why you see an increase in AI and other robotic systems because right. they know they know mm-hmm. that it's going to eventually get to a point where there aren't going to be enough people to work, even with immigration. Mm. 
even with because our birth rates are our birth rates are going down. Right. And that's because of the nuclear family completely being destroyed. It's why you see in Russia, China, China, especially they're paying women to get married. In Japan, they're paying women to have children because they know that the backbone of a nation surviving is the, is the is having citizens that are born of that land that only know of that land. Right? Mm-hmm. And it's just unfortunate that it's almost too late. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, one thing I want to ask you about, Black Spider Guy, is um, passport guys, right? This is something I learned about, I don't know, man, maybe sometime last year, two years ago. And so mm-hmm. you figure there. Um, and a lot of guys are doing this. And, and, and you know what? Women are women here in the States are pissed. You know, I don't understand they, they, why they are either. I had a debate with one of them in a live of 50 people on IG. And she said, you're separating the black family. And I said, you know what's funny about that statement you just made? I have I have video I, I can load it up of women in the 80s saying they don't need no man. We're OK with being single mothers. I got videos of women on TV. I'm going to be a single mother. I'd rather be a single mother than be a wife. OK, hmm. men are hearing this and men are saying, you know what? We're going to go leave and go overseas. Women say that they don't need us. Women say that they're independent. Women say that they can do it all on their own. Fine. Do it all on your own. Goodbye. The problem with this is, is that girls are like, wait a minute. They have an option outside of us. See, before it was just MGTOW, red pill. Uh, we're just going to deal with them, blah, blah, blah. There was no out. There was no other option. I mean, I knew there was another option, but now it's become very prevalent that there's a very big option. A lot of men, I guess, didn't know about, mm-hmm. which is you can leave. A lot of dudes landlock themselves in this nation and think that they can't leave. Mm-hmm. But luckily, just like anything, Red pill evolved into now we've got passport, bros. So now it's like, you know what, bro? You can learn. You can be in your MGTOW phase, isolate yourself, get better, learn game, red pill knowledge. Now you got your passport. Get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. And girls don't like that men have found a way around their BS that we don't have to listen to them anymore like we used to or used to try to. Mm-hmm. That we can just say, okay, goodbye. Mm-hmm. And then what this is going to force them to do is they're going to be left alone by themselves to look at themselves and feel the consequences of their actions, something that they do not want to feel. Because as long as they got a, a guy best friend, they got an OnlyFans guy, they got a, a dude on a dating app that's telling them they're beautiful. As long as they got those things, they're being prepped up. They're getting the mm-hmm. ego boosted, 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 boosted. Right, you right. take away all those men and you give them a passport and they go overseas and they're actually happy. That's going to completely destroy their little system they've got going on. Mm-hmm. And it slowly is. This is why they're shaming men in plethora. You're predators. You're manipulating the women over there. The women over there are poor. But this is why I also love the Internet, because you got women overseas fighting back. Fighting back. You've got women in, in the Philippines, women in Africa saying, what's wrong with a black man from America marrying a woman from the motherland? So so it's it's I just love it because, again, the women created this scenario. Y'all wanted this. Here you go. There you go. And they don't want to eat their shit sandwich that they've made. Mm-hmm. So now they're just mad and they can't blame anybody but us. 
Right, right. Now, I heard you uh, mention red pill a couple of times. Break it down for me exactly what the red pill is. And is, from what I understand, it's blue pill and black pill as, uh, as well. So you got the red, blue and black pill movement. Tell me about that. So blue pill is just dudes who don't know. You don't know anything. You're 18 years old. You don't know nothing about female nature. You don't know what it means to be a man. You're basically a novice, right? You're, you're fresh. Red pill is just understanding being aware of female nature. You understand your role. You understand their role. Okay. You understand what it is to be a man, where your value comes from as a man, where their value comes from as a woman. Cool. You got black pill, which is okay. This is just how women are. Don't quote me on this because I don't know too much about black pill. But I do know that it's like, okay, you've accepted female nature. You're not in the game anymore. You're going to just focus on you, work on that grind. Then you got purple pill. And these are guys that are kind of playing the game. They understand the nature. They're able to kind of utilize being blue pill, pretending that they soft. But deep down inside, they're red pill and they're hardcore. They understand the game. Damn. So, So there's all these other pills. I've pulled myself out of that. Really? You know what I'm okay. saying? Okay. I'm Black Spider Guy advice. I take things from each one of those things uh-huh. and blend it into my own stuff. Because okay. I used to be very into that space, but once I rebranded and became blue and black instead of red and black, uh-huh. that's when I decided, you know what, we're going to leave that behind. I don't even use those hashtags, but I always do like to quote it because I do get a lot of my information from those groups, uh-huh. and that, that is where I started. I see. Man, that's that's cool, man. That's all right. And then I learned something else a bit recently, too, which is the incel guys, which, man, yes. that kind of that blew my mind, man. Tell, tell the audience, tell the people about the incels, what, what they're all about so, and what that so means. So incel, people will constantly call me or somebody else like an incel, but it doesn't make any sense because an incel is somebody who can't get women. Right, right. They feel like they're ugly. They think that women need to be on farms or something. And a lot of them are very violent right. because they can't get women. Yes. So people, women will say, oh, you're an incel. And I'll be like, I, 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 how am I an incel? And they'll say, oh, you have a problem with women. And I'm like, that's not the right definition. That's not the right definition. Girls will call you a misogynist, but don't even know the definition. I'll say, use definitions properly. Mm-hmm. Incels, are, incels are men that feel like they cannot get women and that they're ugly. Okay. Right. I do not match that because I do not feel like I am ugly and I can get women. So that definition does not sit with me. Same with misogyny. Misogyny is hate of women. Uh I don't hate women. So that definition doesn't fit me. I can have an opinion about women. I can have an issue with women and not be a misogynist and not be an incel. It's called having an opinion. And we tend to forget that and just use these bingo words because it makes us, and by us, I mean the women, feel good to demean a man or put a man down for thinking anything negative about them. It's it's very interesting. It's like bullying with extra steps. Right. So I learned that incel actually stands for involuntary celibacy. And like right. you said, these are guys that they they're upset they're mad because they cannot get women no matter what they do no matter what they say they cannot get women they cannot have sex you know whatever and i saw a video it was a short clip maybe about six or seven minutes it was done by vice where they this girl interviewed this guy and it was it's like this whole community this online community and this guy was in in this uh chat room with about 20 or 30 other guys and they're they're in there and they're they're 
they're just they're they're mad, right? And and like you said, some of them are violent. It's been a couple cases where uh, some incel dudes have done some crazy things, right? Where they they've gone in shooting up places and all this other stuff. Uh, many of them commit suicide as well. And yes. it's like wow, you know. I, that's the dark. That's the darker side of all of this. Those are the men that have completely given up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Those are the men that don't want to play the game. Those are the men that unfortunately maybe they're not genetically blessed. You know, maybe maybe they're they're born with some kind of defect or born with some kind of issue that maybe society doesn't appreciate. Um I should use the word um disability. Um these are men that even maybe if they were to get a better job or what have you society would still have an issue really getting to appreciate them. Some of these guys have very weird hobbies, you know, collecting dolls or whatever. Some of them, some of them are kind of on that, that lower degree of weird or creepy. And they have a different view on what's, what's sexy to them. Uh, You know, it's, it's a very fringe group of guys and it's unfortunate, you know, I've tried my best to try and talk to that group of men, but a lot of them feel like what I'm doing is, well, what did one of them say? It's too late. They feel like they don't want a hero. One guy said, we don't need a hero. What we need is someone to burn it all down. So they're very, they're the, they're that side that I really kind of get tired of because it gives what I'm doing a bad name because people will affiliate. And it's like, no, that's the complete opposite. I'm trying to bring common sense through comedy. What you're doing is you're saying you just completely want to give up, burn it all to the ground. And I think, you know, that's that's not good. That's not good. That's not good. So where, where does it start, in your opinion? Where does it start with women? Is it is it in the home as a young age? Are they not getting what you feel they need to be getting from their parents? Are they not being raised in a certain type of manner? Is, is that what it is? It's a multifaceted problem. It stems from culture, music, TV. Family, yes. yeah, yeah, Friends. culture, culture. Yeah. It's a multi-level issue. If you, go, this is why when you go overseas, it's better. They still have internet over there, but but why don't they practice a lot of things we have? And that's because the government and the people that live within these communities still practice a certain level of culture yeah. that shames certain behaviors and certain topics that relegates behavior, right? So, so for example, in our culture, right, black community. We have music that talks about having sex. We have music that talks about killing people. We have music that talks about drug usage. And it gets played all the time to the point where it is literally in our in our brains to, to just, yo, you hear that song? Yeah, man, play that song. The hood has become our area, our place. We've been become associated with violence, and we've made violence a part of our culture. And it's instilled in us to the point where I'll have black girls tell me that I'm not black enough because I don't act like a true black man. I don't sound like a true black man. And it's, it's made other people within our society say, well, if you don't sound like this or act like this, you're not a black man. That's society. That's music as a whole morphing certain ideas to tailor to a particular stereotype that is perpetuated by a culture that we call the black community. That's just our community. And that's what I If the government and the community were to work together in trying to instill some kind of cultural moralism, 
a lot of these things would stop because now it wouldn't just be stopped at the home. It will be stopped on the law level. Mm-hmm. It will be stopped on the Internet. China don't allow certain things. Right. Indonesia doesn't allow certain things. Mm-hmm. Russia don't allow certain things. America allow every goddamn thing. Every be 10 years old, go on an adult website right mm-hmm. now. Yep. These yep. things affect how we view one another, how we view what family is. If you've got 20 TV shows that say men ain't shit, 20, and I'm talking about um, hip hop housewives and reality TV shows, Kim Kardashian saying, I'll just get married again. When you have people watch these things over and over again, it affects the psyche. It affects mm-hmm. how you view yourself yeah. and how the world v- views you. And when you start accepting things like, hey, it's okay to have as many bodies as you want. We already know that it affects how you pair bond. We already know it increases STDs. We already know it increases rebellious behavior, possible criminal behavior. We know this. But but people are saying this is freedom, This is what we're supposed to do. And then we're wondering why depression is highest it's ever been. Right. Why people are unaliving themselves at higher rates. Why divorce is the highest it's ever been. Why relationship retention rate is the lowest it's ever been. Mm -hmm. I tell people all the time, who has the highest success rate in a relationship? Who? What race? It's Asians. Asians, okay. Asians are the strongest relationship and cultural strength out of all groups. Why is that? Mm. Because they're strict. Mm -hmm. Because they're strict. Because they have a culture of discipline and honor. Mm -hmm. And they stick by by their code and by their people, no matter how poor or rich they are. Mm. Who has the weakest relationship retention rate? And the highest divorce rate. United our States. Community. Oh, okay. Our yeah. community. Gotcha. Not just in the United States, but right. our, community our community as well. Gotcha. Has the highest yeah. divorce rate. Uh-huh. What does our community preach that the Asian community does not? And there's your problem. Yeah. And and, oh. and in that, you will find the problem. But when I, when I bring that up, people say, oh, you're being too strict. Oh, yeah. People don't want to talk about that, man. People don't want to accept accountability. They just, they just don't because it's that's that's the challenging thing to do, right? It's the oh, easy yeah. thing to do. It's easy to say, oh, like you said, you're being too strict because we've been programmed or they've been programmed to um, do do what you want, be this, be that through, like you said, music and the, the government, the government, man. <sighs> Come on, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> so it's it's uh it's it's bad, man. It, it's bad. It is bad. But you know, thank God for people like you and others that are 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 bringing the heat, bringing the fire, and and telling people what's up. So that's that's a good thing, man, for sure. No, facts, man. I'm, I'm doing. I'm trying my best, man. You're doing it, man. You're, you're doing it. You're doing it. Um, men going their own way, community. Right. This is another one that I recently learned about. And uh, men going their own way is an anti-feminist, mostly online community, mm-hmm. advocating for men to separate themselves from women and from society, which they believe has been corrupted by feminism. Is, is that a is that a bad thing, Black Spider Guy? I don't think it's a bad thing for men to separate themselves, similar to how girls have created feminism to separate themselves from men. 
Um, if you listen to the girls in the feminist group, they'll say, well, I wish there was a world without men. They'll say things like we don't need men. So if men make a, a similar space, I don't see how that's an issue. It's only an issue when you talk about violence, right? So long as nobody's talking about hurting anybody, I don't think it's an issue to want to separate yourself out of society to try and regroup and understand who you are. It's similar to it's similar to the, the tribes in Africa. When a, when a boy becomes a certain age, the men will take the boys out of the community and they'll raise him and teach him um, how to be a man and how to how to hunt and how to kill and and how to, to raise a, a farm animal, stuff like that. It, it's similar to that. Men, I feel, on an instinctive level, understand that our society, when it starts moving a certain way, we have to pull back. It's, it's been, it's happened throughout history. It's what we do. Mm-hmm. You know, men, men are the, the guardians of community. So, so when the community starts to fall apart and, and men look around and we try to regroup our strength best we can, it's an instinctive thing we do. We know we're lone wolves, but we're stronger together. Um, this is why yeah, men seek out stronger men. Right. You know, right. because we, we as men know there's a problem. That's why we're making these podcasts. Girls tell me, Oh, why, why did men start making all these podcasts all of a sudden? Men don't start standing up until the society starts to crumble. Mm-hmm. When everything's peaceful, men, we're, we're chilling. But once things start going crazy, the guards get their knives and their spears, and we go outside and we go, what the hell's going on? That's what, that's what the men do. We're the guards of our community. And the communities have completely fallen apart. This is why men are speaking out more now. And MGTOW was the was the start of all of this. Before there was Red Pill, there was MGTOW. What's men it called? Going, What's it called now? Men going their own way. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. I guess he's see. And it basically about preached about men leaving society and learning masculine things, stoicism, mm-hmm. knowing how to control emotion, and to kind of stay away from the emotional emoting side of being a guy. Mm-hmm. And, and girls would say, "Oh, that's toxic." But my thing is this. How are you another being going to tell me another being how to be what I am? <laughs> right. That's good. That's good. So, right. so, you know, I love it when girls will say that's toxic, but then ask them what kind of man they want in a disaster sequence. Best believe they want that stoic man that can handle pain. That doesn't yeah, absolutely. Emote. Absolutely. You want Batman. There's a reason why girls love Batman and love the Joker. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, they yeah. don't give a fuck and they do what they need to do. Right. So, so it's just very funny to me when I hear girls say that men being stoic is toxic, but then you've got a Joker tattoo on your arm. Mm. Okay, it don't <laughs> make no sense to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, man. One of the last things I want to ask you about is a pickup artist, right? Uh, pickup mm. artist, self-identified as dating coaches, the seduction community, or the pickup community is a movement of men or women whose goal is seduction and sexual success. Right. Now, as far as pickup artists are concerned, I feel like they've kind of faded out a little bit. That sounds like an early 2000s kind of thing. Okay. Um, now you've just got life coaches. And I feel like when it comes to like red pill or any any kind of like information about men being stronger, mm-hmm. what I usually profess, because I'm not a dating coach. I tell people all the time, I'm not a dating coach. But what I can say is this, for my own success, as you as a man increase your value physically, mentally, financially, you're able to get a better option out of women than you would if you didn't have those things at the highest level. Uh So if you make yourself the best option possible, you're going to be seen by women because women, again, are selecting men solely because they want a good option that'll generate a good lifestyle for them. So you don't need to be a pickup artist if you're confident 
or if you're wealthy, my, my thing is this. If a girl likes you, you can say whatever the hell you want and she'll still be like, hey, what's up? Because that's how I met this girl that I had over two, two days ago. You know, I just said whatever the hell I, I wanted and had her in my room within four days. So, so like, am I a pickup artist? No, but I practice being a confident man. I knew you liked me. I like you. There's no need for me to play this pickup artist game because I know that I'm a high level male to go. a certain degree. And because yeah. I have that confidence and I know what I am, that is going to allow for me to have better quote unquote pickup game. But I don't think you need to know those tricks if you're just a high value guy. And, and and I love when you say, you know what you are, right? You know, that confidence is so important for men to have that confidence, to know who they are, to mm. not be manipulated by society, to be critical thinkers and not have analysis paralysis, which a ton of people do, both men oh, and yeah. women. You know, men need to know they are kings and they won't settle. And you know, if they're not at a point with women where they want to be, well, you know what? Work on yourself, whatever that calls for, whatever that means. And it can be different for each man, right? Make yourself a high value man. You know, don't sit around complaining about, oh, I can't get these women. I can't do that. Well, damn it. What do you have to do to, to get it done, man? You know, right. and that is what is that's a big part of what it's about. You know, putting yourself in a position to get what you want, you know, and, and, and that's. That, that's, so, that's, I tell this all the time. And I talk to a lot of wealthy guys. Wealthy guys don't have game. Wealthy guys go, right. here I am. That's, that's, all, that's all a wealthy guy does. A wealthy famous <laughs> guy walks into a room, uh, here I am. Right. Girls come to him. There is no game. Right. There's no need to because yeah. you're the thing that's wanted. So, right. so I, I, that's why I don't really like pickup game because I'm just like, why are you trying to learn all these stupid tricks when you could just become high value? There you go. There you go, man. Black spider guy. This has been great, brother. Hey, one last thing that I want to ask you, which I ask each and every guest that comes on the hidden gateway podcast is to leave our listeners with what I like to call a token of love. This is simply uh, uh, something that comes to heart that you think the audience needs to know right here, right now it can be a minute, two, three, four minutes, whatever, whatever you feel it is, man. What do you think the listeners need to know um, that that can benefit them in this moment? I would say in the current moment in time in human history, we are dealing with the biggest amount of change that we've ever had since maybe the Great Depression or World War II. Yeah. I would say that all of us need to learn how to adapt to the situation no matter what occurs. No matter if the country falls, we go into a Great Depression, we go into a recession, whatever. You at the end of the, the, end of the day have to understand that you're the captain of your ship. You're the one that steers the boat that moves the rudder. And that you're on a uh, very short time, this thing called life. So I wouldn't waste any moment or second worrying about small things that don't lead to any kind of outcome. I would focus on what matters most, which is the mental, the physical, and the financial systems, and love the ones that have always been around me despite my situations. If you can do that and double down on those things, no matter what happens to this world, you'll be okay. Man, that's golden. Thank you so much. Hey, take a, take a quick moment as well to let the listeners know where, where they can find you, websites, all that good stuff, social media. So you can find me on any website, Twitter, YouTube, Spotify, um, and, and anywhere, TikTok, Instagram. I'm mainly on Instagram. Everything is Black Spider Guy Advice. No spaces, Black Spider Guy Advice. I'm on every single platform there is. Excellent. There it is, good people. Black Spider Guy, thank you so much for being a guest on the Hidden Gateway Podcast. And we really hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, please stay connected with us at 
thehiddengateway.com. If you want to speak to us, shoot us an email like a lot of you do at support at thehiddengateway.com. And thank you so much, as always, for pushing your mindset towards a better reality. This will conclude this week's episode. Until next time, stay positive, stay questioning, be loved, and be free. The Hidden Gateway, out.